1: From physical wellness to emotional and spiritual, we hear courageous stories and focus on why it's important to share them. We are both certified
0: integrative nutrition health coaches and together with our community are learning to live our most purposeful lives by sharing one courageous story at a time.
1: It takes courage to share these journeys, and by talking about them, we aim to destigmatize the process. We want you to be your own health advocate, feel educated and informed on the latest in health and wellness, and empower you to feel your absolute best. And because we want
0: to bring forth a wide variety of stories, the opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect our own, but we hope the diverse and varied stories will empower you to make the best choices for your own life. So join us as we and our community share our
1: courageous wellness. Tatiana is a New York City based trainer and is the founder of the Training with T app. She has a degree in nutrition and exercise sciences, is an ACSM certified personal trainer, a certified functional strength coach, and an NASM corrective exercise specialist. She is extremely passionate in spreading the importance of exercise, healthy choices, and moving better. Movement is medicine is a motto she often says to her clients.
0: On this episode, we discuss Tatiana's mission of getting her clients from feeling pain and discomfort to feeling strong and aligned through her corrective exercise approach. She is passionate about how empowering movement can be, and we learn great tips and small steps we can all take to use fitness to combat the quote, modern man syndrome, support ourselves and become free of pain. Enjoy the episode. This episode is brought to you by our health coaching subscription service on Patreon. The Courageous Wellness Collective has expanded on Patreon to bring our listeners and clients an all access accessible platform to educate, inform, and create nutrition and lifestyle habits to meet your personal
1: goals. For $8.99 a month, patrons will receive weekly video content on topics ranging from blood sugar stabilization, gut health, hormone balance, energy, sleep, skin health, how to shop the grocery store, pantry staples, and much more. Included, you'll also receive access to monthly virtual webinars, recipes, and special guest content too. With this subscription, you are guaranteed at least four pieces of fresh health coaching content each month.
0: To learn more and become a patron, visit www.patreon.com slash Courageous Wellness or check out our show notes. We look forward to welcoming you to our coaching community. We have an exciting new discount for our listeners with Four Sigmatic.
1: Erica uses the Lion's Mane in her morning superfood coffee. And even though I hate mushrooms, I absolutely love the products, especially the matcha latte powder, which contains myatake mushrooms and adaptogens. For 10% off Four Sigmatic products, visit foursigmatic.com and use the code COURAGEOUS at checkout. And there's also a direct link in our show notes. Well, thank you so much for joining us today,
2: Tatiana. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to chat with you ladies.
1: Us too. To get us started, can you just tell our audience a little bit about your personal background and how that led to the, um, to the work that you currently do?
2: Yeah. So I'm currently a trainer in New York City. So I'm a New York based trainer and you know, it didn't all just happen. I felt like over time it built up to this crazy passion that I didn't even know that I can create a career with. So back then, let's rewind. In high school, I was just so physically active. That's all I ever did. I was a volleyball player, a cheerleader and dancer. And then I was complementing all my workouts with boxing. I wanted to be the best athlete that I could be. And if that was just like doing boxing like three times a week after I was done playing games like that was going to be it um after that like during high school I got introduced to becoming a volleyball coach and it's for these like little girls they're like fifth sixth grade and then I, I brought them up to seventh grade and that was kind of like my first beginning of coaching and I loved it and I didn't even know I didn't even think further more with it I was just like, oh, I got to show up, coach these girls, train them, and all this stuff. And then I get to college. I do the same thing. I'm staying active. I'm a college cheerleader, a college dancer. And my dream was to become a physical therapist. And like I say it till this day, like my dream was to become a physical therapist for the Yankees. I'm a diehard Yankee fan. And uh, I wanted to be the fir- first female one, but that dream didn't come true. And I feel like this other pathway of me getting to become a trainer was something even better than what I originally dreamed of. So I felt like when I was young, younger, I was just setting those like building blocks of being a coach and being the best version of myself while training others.
1: Mm. I'm curious what, um, what gave you that motivation so young? Like it takes a lot of discipline other than just like loving sports and feeling a passion for it. It takes a lot of discipline, I think, um, to know that and to strive for those kinds of goals starting at such a young age. Especially, I'm always impressed by people who like have these, especially like fitness level goals as well and are really motivated from a young age um maybe driven by their passion from sports or the way that they feel when they compete but i'm just curious how did you have that kind of motivation and discipline did did you feel like do you feel like you were informed from something in your family or like where did that come from
2: for you? That's such a great question. I never really thought about it. Now I'm just like trying to to think even deeper into it. I feel like I have that one track mind. Like if I have that one goal, I'm going to stay with that one goal. And I'm having flashbacks. I remember finishing like three hour games of a volleyball game, and then I would come home and I would run five miles. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what's that's sick. I would never do that today. Like I wouldn't come home and run five miles. I would just go rest and recover. But I was so, so involved with the game that I like wanted to be my best. And I don't know if there was any influence around me. Um, My mom wasn't an athlete. My dad was an athlete. And I feel like I had more of my athletic genes from my dad versus my mom is more musical. And that's where my brother gets the musical aspect. Um, But yeah, I I think I'm going to think about that more often. (laughs) Yeah.
0: No, thank you so much too for sharing your journal journey. And I love the physical therapy component because I know your method specifically is so focused right on like correct form and correct, just correctiveness in fitness. And so can you talk us through a little bit about your specific method and also why and how form plays such a crucial component? To start us off, I have so many questions about it. Okay, good. I love it. Get us going.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Um, So the the really cool part of that, me going towards that physical therapy aspect, was that I did a bunch of hours. I shadowed some amazing physical therapists. I feel like I had such a great baseline with training people of rehabbing and prehabbing the body. Is when I became a trainer, I already had like that upper hand. I was like, okay, I can look at you and be like we need to work on this, this, and this versus like um, a grade A or like a, just an intro level trainer. So I kind of had more of a background. So when I wasn't able to become a physical therapist, I was able to bridge the two gap of being a trainer and like that dream of physical therapy with corrective exercise. Mm-hmm. So now I'm able to help rehab someone's body and prehab. Um, I'm not doing manual therapy. That's like mainly the big difference. I still create a program and the reason why corrective exercise, I believe is so, so important is that, yes, we do build habits. Like we always say 21 days, build a habit, but you know, we build really bad habits. Is like, we're rounding our shoulders when we're at the desk. I mean, we're, we're all working virtually, you know, like we're sitting on our, our, on our ass all day. So our glutes are getting lengthened. So that can cause low back pain. And like, what can we do to prevent that? So, um, correct form while you're working out, you know, like we're rounded here, we're gonna soon translate into that into our workouts. And now we're rounding our spine. That's gonna cause now an injury. And we always just want to keep preventing um any injuries in the future. We want to live our life just to make sure that we can live it healthy. We can keep up with our family. We can keep up with our kids, you know, stay um alive in our job. So I think that's really important.
0: How I think you know what's so interesting to me is because you know, 2020 was the first year I honestly ever worked out at home, as I'm sure a lot of people listening can relate to. You know, I I was yeah. a boutique fitness, you know, devoted practitioner. Um, <laughs> so as I've come, you know, I, I now do all of my workouts exclusively at home, and so that is always something I'm concerned about, just to be honest with. And I've heard so many of my friends are even clients we coach, like that is a concern for them because when I was in the class, like it didn't matter how many times I went, I'd always need some sort of adjustment. So how do you virtually train? And I know you have an app and how do you really encourage people to get that form? Because I think I love my at-home fitness now, like I'm such a convert, but um, that is something that's always on my mind of how do I make sure I'm not hurting myself?
2: Yeah, and that's definitely a concern. A lot of people have has asked me. Um, I think first things first. You know, if we're doing it on an app, which everyone is, and I have my own app, I always suggest everyone to prop their phone up and just record yourself. It could be maybe for a set or two, and then after you're done with that that set, you look at your phone like, "Wow, my squats. Why am I rounding my spine? Um, I'm sitting too much weight into my toes." Because our body awareness is so different until we translate and look at our phone. We're like, "Wow, I." the vision that I was seeing when I was doing the workout and then what it's in the video is two different things. So that's like my first suggestion to anyone who's working out at home, record yourself. You know, you can delete it after. You don't need to post it. It's just for your information. Um, second thing is to actually join a class that's That's virtual, like a Zoom class, which is fine. I know a lot of instructors are doing that and a lot of studios are doing that because the instructor gets to see you. I know it's not like the 3D, 4D that we get to do in person. This is more 2D, but we get to see like, okay, uh, let's fix that plank. Let's bring the hips down a little bit lower, make sure we're not sinking from the hips. So um, trying to get as much um, face and interaction with the coach, I think is important to prevent Mm. injuries.
1: Yeah, that's a really good idea. I never even thought about that, but it makes sense, especially if you don't have like a mirror or something like that you might have even in a classroom setting. Um, I'm curious as a coach and now with your own platform, what is your, like, what is the thing that gets you most excited about the training? Like what, what do you see? Is it like how people's lives change? What is the most sort of thing that gets like, that gets you fired up the most about being a trainer?
2: Uh, Oh my God. So many things. I like, (laughs) I am obsessed with being a trainer. I love it. I live, I live and breathe it. Like I wake up every morning with a smile on my face because I get excited to train my clients. So I think what gets me really excited the most is when I see a client come over to me and they're like, I have low back pain. I have shoulder pain. uh, My heart palpitates. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I can't wait to create this program. I'm nerding out. And over time, you know, I usually put them on a 12 week program and seeing the results is is the best feeling ever. And just hearing them say like, you changed my life, you changed my body and I feel confident, stronger. It's that's like, there's no price tag on that. It's just the best feeling.
0: Yeah. And how do you help people, right. Who don't have that motivation? Because I feel like even as we're talking, right. Like we all really appreciate and love moving our bodies. Um, I think all three of us on this call definitely do. And, you know, um, but I, I do think it's still, right, like just that that struggle for so many people who did love gyms or did love classes or did love their, you know, certain instructors.
2: Yeah.
0: How are you able to help people, right, who are struggling where, where they just might not be enjoying the at-home workout? Like how do you help them to motivate as well?
2: Great question. Um, so I think motivation right now during this time has been really tough and I can do my best motivating you and giving you a schedule and what workouts to do, but it's ultimately up to the person how motivated they are. I think I always say this to my clients. I actually want you to get pissed. Are you so fed up with everything that's going on? Are you fed up that you gained weight? Are you fed up that you constantly have low back pain? Because once you get pissed, once you get mad, that fires your ass up and you're like, okay no, I need to make a change and I'm going to be right there. I'm like, this is exactly what I'm waiting. I was waiting for, I needed you to have your self-motivation and then I'm going to push you till the end because it, it really starts with you. And then I'm going to, I'm going to make sure you get those results.
1: Yeah. I think, um, one thing that you, I feel like you talk about as a trainer, um, it is the importance of feeling a certain way. Like I love that you have this sort of mindset of, um, tackling pain in the body too i guess that comes from the physical therapy component um but it's like sometimes i feel like as a bad result of diet culture you know we there's so much obsession in fitness about what people want to look like mm-hmm. and I think the real Erica and I talk about this a lot, and we're obviously not fitness professionals in the same way, but just being in the wellness space and being um, nutrition coaches as well it's like for me it's always so much more than that. I feel like the result of of exercise, the result of movement it's like a mental um, it's a mental benefit it's not, and also this idea of like. Hey, we don't all, I mean, so many of us have what we call like the modern man syndrome, which you were explaining, which is like being at the desk, being in front of a screen all the time. And I find my posture suffers constantly and I have neck pain and lower back pain and all the things that like, you know, maybe someone are in, in our early thirties as, as we are like shouldn't necessarily be feeling, but we come to think, sometimes I think in this like modern, modern lifestyle that that's normal. And that like, you just have to deal with chronic pain of whatever kind. And I love that you have this emphasis on how exercise and strengthening can make you feel and move through the world too.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You nailed it. Like too many people are living in pain and now normalizing it. And that's not where your body's supposed to feel. And I'm hearing this more than ever. Younger people are getting in more injuries or just pain and it's like unbearable, but they just deal with it because they don't have time to deal with it. So they'll just let the pain um, stay with them. And yeah, that's definitely one of my goals is to get you out of pain, decrease pain. I want like my goal is to make you feel good. You know, like, yes, the result, the aesthetics is great, but I always say we, we work the body from the inside out and that includes like your mental health and then how you're feeling, and obviously nutrition and then exercise. And the end result is like the icing on the cake.
0: I think that emphasis on right to the sustainable lifestyle that you also talk about is so crucial and key. So can you share with us and our listeners um maybe some tips, tools, and even like programs that you would suggest to somebody who maybe is um feeling like they're at like even myself having this conversation, I'm I'm like, who I'm hunched over to right. Like <laughs> spending their time hunched over is maybe struggling with those like body aches and pains and um just wants to do something to start feeling better.
2: Yeah. So my first tip is one, if you're sitting down at home and you're at your desk, I want you to put a timer on, put it on for like 25, 30 minutes and get up just walk around just so your body isn't stuck in that position. It can literally just be like a three minute walk around your house. You can even walk up and down your stairs so you can get some extra steps. I think that was like one of the things during this pandemic is like, we're not getting enough steps. In the summertime, we were all out because we we're so excited to leave the house. But now that it's getting colder, we're, our steps are now decreasing. So that's my first tip. Uh, second one is that you have to actually make a conscious effort of like, oh my gosh, I'm catching myself rounding. let me pull my shoulders down and back. Um, and just just, you know, fitting in your workout. I said this to my move better group. We just had two calls yesterday and it's about time management and we're all fighting this crazy schedule. We're all so busy news. Something get, pops up in your calendar, a work meeting got shifted to the next day. And how do you navigate through all, like everything is like a puzzle. And I always say, if you guys want to get your workout in, do it in the morning. You're going to have the better success rate if you get it done in the morning because by the end of your workday, when you're exhausted, now you have like 30 emails you have to catch up. You have a project that's due tomorrow or something always comes up by the end of your day. You want to set yourself up for success get it done in the morning. I know it sucks when you first wake up, but you always feel 10 times better when you're done with that workout.
1: Mm. What does your daily fitness look like as a trainer?
2: So I like to work out six days a week. Um, I have my full rest day. That's usually during the week. Um, It's either a Monday or a Wednesday. And that's weird because those are the times that I train my clients the most. So when I look at my schedule and I'm like, there's no way I can fit in my workout. I kind of work my schedule around my clients, which is crazy, but that's kind of like where my life is at. Um, I do majority of strength training during the week. I do have my cardio, I do it twice a week. I do Atkins Army on the app. I have my own bike. And then I take Pilates during the week. So I'll probably go once or twice a week, twice if I can, once I'm happy with. Is there, so like, can you
0: talk us through to like some of those like fitness not myths, I just don't know what else to call it, but you know, if you are, what is the most optimal way, right? If you're going to work out, if you have 20 minutes, what should you be doing? Should you be mixing up like strength one day, cardio the next day? Um, And should you do, if you're going to do cardio and strength, which do you do first? Like, can you just talk us through some of those like general, like fitness rules for all of us working out from home?
2: Yes. Yes. Um, so, for people who are wants to lose weight, HIT is probably my best um, answer for you. If you have twenty minutes, HIT, you're gonna get your heart rate up. But I would never suggest anyone to do HIT more than three to four times a week. I think HIT should be done three times a week if you're looking to lose weight. Um, that's just a lot of pressure on your joints and also higher risk for injuries. So. Um, hit three times a week, um, max like 20, 30 minutes out of that day. Strength training. So depending on your goal, I think everyone, I, I will always say this to like, I'm blue to the face. Everyone should be doing strength training, whatever your goal may be either to lose weight, gain weight, or, um, maintain, or just increase your strength, strength training. It's, the best, best thing that you can do. Um, if you're looking to lose weight, it increases your metabolism. Um, and then it constantly keeps burning calories after you're done with that workout. And then, um, people who want to maintain weight again, same thing. And then also people who are trying to bulk, like I get this a lot from my guys, strength training again is where you're going to see the max uh, benefits, but also you guys already know the nutrition portion is really important. Um, how, how long should you do strength? So I like to do strength about 30 to an hour, 30 minutes to an hour. I think that's when you guys get like everything, you get enough breaks in between. So I think breaks are really important. So guys, if you are looking to take breaks, either if you're doing a circuit, I like doing a 30 minute, a 30 second break to a minute break in between. My exercises. And um, so let's talk about cardio before strength training, strength training before cardio. It really, really depends on your goal. But I really like to do strength training and then I do cardio after. Um, mm. I, wanna, I want to make, I really want to focus on my main lifts. I want, I don't want to feel exhausted lifting. I'd rather be okay feeling with my cardio. Mm.
0: And if someone, sorry, I just have so like questions because this is so interesting for me. Like I said, I've never worked out without like some sort of like, class, right? Where they're just telling me what to do. Um, Should you do like you're saying, and I agree, right? Like 20 or 30 minutes of hit, especially even like from our end as like a health coach, right? Like even the stress on your body, you want to be kind to it so you don't create problems you don't need to create. But would you ever suggest someone do like a strength, like 30 minutes of strength and then 20 minutes of hit, Or should those be on different days?
2: I absolutely love that. So you can do that. You can do 30 minutes of strength and then 20 minutes of hit right after. So that is a perfect combo for anyone who's looking to to lose weight or maximize your time and um, burn as many calories. So we're getting the strength portion. We're we're lifting heavy. We're feeling good. And then all of a sudden we're doing a metabolic meltdown at the end. So um, if you guys like have, I'm sure with their classes, there's always like a cardio blast at the end. Mm -hmm. They want to leave you with your heart rate up. And then you're um, you burning as many calories. So the point is always like when you're done with your workout, you're sitting down in your couch and you're burning calories. Versus when we do steady cardio for 30 to 45 minutes, we're only burning calories within those yeah. minutes. What The second you get off that bike, it's done.
0: Yeah. So then a good, if somebody is looking to like create a workout plan or, you know, take your class or, you know, they could do essentially five days. So let's say they wanted to work out like Monday through Friday before work, they could do all five days strength and then add in that hit afterwards three yeah. days a week. That's cool. See, that's like, I need like, I'm like a practical, like I need like somebody <laughs> to tell me like practically or else, cause I think that was hard too, at the beginning of the pandemic. It's like, um, and I know so many people now, like you have apps and schedules and all of that. But for me who really does appreciate the structure of a class even just being like having the autonomy to decide what do I do today yeah not only was I confused but like you're talking about the risk of injury I was like can I do strength five days a week can I do this five right so it's nice to hear you say like especially I love your suggestion with hip because I think that is one of the myths right that like if you want to lose weight or maintain your weight or change your body, you have to like go so hard with cardio. Um, but here you're saying just 20 or 30 minutes of hit three times a week will change your body. And I think that, or maintain your body, you know, everyone has different goals, but, um, like even myself, I just enjoy cardio. Um, I, I didn't do much cardio for I'd say like the last nine months, and then recently I started doing it again because like mental health wise, I was like I need, yes. that, but I need to get my heart rate up. Um, and so for me, it's just been an evolution and an ebb and flow. But yeah, now I'm trying to do like a hit class um, a couple times a week. But yeah, only twenty minutes because they're they're yeah. really hard and they're hard. I don't want to put my body under that kind of stress. Yeah. This episode is sponsored by Milk and Honey. Guys, I am so excited to share our new sponsor, Milk and Honey, with you because I have been using their baking soda-free deodorant exclusively for over two years. This gentle, aluminum-free, baking soda-free deodorant was designed to nourish sensitive skin while keeping you feeling and smelling fresh all day long. When I decided that I wanted to make the switch to a clean, aluminum-free deodorant, I tried so many different brands, and each and every time I was plagued with those red, itchy bumps under my arm, on top of not feeling confident whatsoever that I did not smell. Milk and Honey not only never once gave me those pesky little red bumps, but also passed the smell test, even after some of LA's toughest workout classes. This is my ride or die deodorant, and we are so excited to partner with them.
1: Milk and Honey is a line of non-toxic, effective, and safe bath, body, and skincare products made in small batches in Austin, Texas. They source ingredients as hyper-clean as possible, which means both choosing organic and making thoughtful, informed choices on safe ingredients. Milk and Honey is a female-founded and funded brand, and in addition to clean deodorant, they also carry non-toxic bath, body, and skincare products like hydration creams, cleansers, soaps, body polish, and lots more that will make you feel nourished inside and out. If you want to try Milk and Honey, you can receive 15% off your order by visiting milkandhoney.com and using the code CWPODCAST, one word, at checkout. You can also find the direct link in our show notes. my
0: next question would be how do you create the community right i think a lot of people love their classes and their gyms because of the community it also provides and and so how do you create that with your app and and your
2: virtual workouts so yeah i honestly guys i miss being in person and i miss the boutique style like i used to teach in the city and, and again boutique fitness i think was my favorite because we were able to really create an, a beautiful community um, but now that we're all virtual so the thing that I've been doing is hosting challenges. So I host like a core challenge and then I just hosted a glute challenge. And a part of the thing was like to interact in our private Facebook group. Like I want you guys to post, I want you to talk to each other, I want you guys to motivate each other. um, Because I always say you're not in this by yourself, you're in this with the entire group. So I think that was like a main part of like how I started to create the community, especially in a Facebook group. And then over time uh, for 2021, I'm working on my program, a four-week program for the app. So anyone that wants to jump in, they can do the app. And then just have challenges constantly. And I want you to bring your friends. I want you to like do it with um, your boyfriend. I know a lot of them will prop up the app and do it with their significant other. And the, like even the boyfriends are posting about it, and it's so cute. So um, I think just pushing them to interact with each other. Sometimes people get so shy. I'm yeah. like, why? Why? Like fitness is supposed to be fun, fitness is supposed to bring us all together, you know. So I wanna hold on to that as much as I can.
0: Yeah, that's so that great. makes sense. I I'm think curious. it's really for cold weather too, I was gonna say. Like these cold weather seasons, like it's even it's just it's the right time to have these classes. Yeah. Um,
1: can you tell us like for anybody who's never who isn't on your app or who's never done a workout with you, like if I'm totally new to this, what would um what would a workout with you? be like, what can I expect? And do I need equipment? And I'd love you to talk to that a little bit too, because um, you're talking about strength training, but a lot of people are at home. So can you speak to how they could do that if they don't have the accessibility to
2: um, like weights, for example, in a gym? Yeah. So the app is made perfectly for people at home. I made it on purpose with people who don't have a lot of equipment. So the main equipment that you guys are going to need obviously is your body weight. Um, I have mini bands and a set of dumbbells. And there's some people requested for some barbell work because some people got the luxury of getting a barbell. So I I filmed some stuff just to, to cater to them, but everything on the app is literally minimal equipment. And what to expect? It's always a good time when I'm filming. Um, you'll probably see a little dance in between. I'll even tell you guys to sing along with me. I, I, you know, I try to translate whatever was in person in class, which was so much fun and like energetic. So I try and translate it into my videos onto the app, so you guys can still have that high energy and high vibe. I never would want you guys to. I've taken classes on an app, and I was sleeping. I was falling asleep. I was like, this is this isn't my vibe. Which it may be for someone else. I want to stay authentic to me. And that's just like high energy.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Can you tell us too, like if anyone's listening and they feel really sort of intimidated, maybe they think they're to this, to that, to whatever we, you saying like people get shy. I know even in fitness classes, that's a thing too, where it's like, sometimes people don't interact. It's so strange because, um, you know, insecurities and those types of things come up in that environment. Now it's great that like with the app, you have the autonomy of starting by yourself at home and then growing in the community. But, um, can you share, like if someone's listening and maybe has never had a workout routine and feels like, or hasn't in a long time, but wants to feel differently, wants to start moving their body again. Um, what is like, What is your advice as far as like the mindset goes to get past those limitations so that they can um, try it and not not get discouraged, I guess?
2: Yeah. So my biggest suggestion is just get out of your head. Stop Mm -hmm. overthinking it. I think once we start to overthink something, we start to come up with excuses of why we shouldn't do it and once you come up with like a i always say neutral mindset like a neutral mindset okay i'm going to join i'm going to try it out and i'm not saying join and do five workouts or five days a week i'm saying join try one workout how did you feel the next day and wow i felt really good after that workout great let's start and add in another workout maybe you can now do two three times a week you know i never want to throw workouts at you and a lot of my clients know this like if you're just coming back to working out, do not burn yourself out. Do not come in and do six, seven days a week because after that two weeks, you're gonna be like, I hate working out, why am I doing this to myself? So let's slowly, like, you know, be smart about what we're doing with your schedule. Three times a week, let's start with that. After that first two weeks, how do you feel? Great, let's do four workouts a week. Um, You wanna add in a hit now, now that you feel comfortable and, and confident in your body? Great, let's add in a hit into there, you know? And if anyone is like intimidated, with the app or like my app or, or someone else's app reach out to them you know that's why coaches are here we're here to help you and if you do have questions about a, a specific exercise or you didn't like that exercise can you break this down we are here to help hmm. thank you for sharing that
0: i i have a question too about recovery because i think right we're talking so much about fitness and recovery is also. So important, so important. And I think a lot of us don't take it or, um, you know, or maybe we don't work out, but that doesn't mean we're not recovering, right? Like we're not stretching, taking care of ourselves. So can you talk about the importance of recovery in terms of having a fitness routine and what your personal recovery days look like as well?
2: Yeah. Um, I love talking about recovery. So um, I like talking about this, especially to my Move Better members because I, I set up their program and I set up their schedule. So one day of... A- Full rest is a must. Like there is no if ands or buts. It's non-negotiable. And I actually want you to stay home and like not do anything. You can take a walk. You can do whatever. Your body needs the rest. We're putting our body on like high stress. Let's say we're working out six days a week, and we're constantly, constantly ripping the muscle apart. And over time, we're either gonna be one overtraining, one feel burnt out, and then this is gonna put us at risk for injury. Again, we never want to put ourselves at ri- at risk for injury. That's why we're working out. We want to feel good get stronger not get hurt Mm -hmm. so um, having that recovery day like Hanging out with your family, watching a movie, watching TV, like nothing stressful. If you if you need to do something because you like have to, a yoga class, something or a meditation class, something so low impact that doesn't get your heart rate up, but kind of calms your system down is exactly what we need. I think like we spend our days from the second we wake up to the moment we close our eyes, that we are so high strong and that something's always coming up. Like we're always stressed out about something. So finding like a day to just zone out chill out and just be Zen, you know, whatever that may be for you. Um, and my favorite ways to recover. So I'm a hyper ice ambassador. So I have my hyper tools. I like to use it before and after my workouts. If I do have time before I'll do it. Um, and I foam roll. And I also have the higher dose blanket, that sauna blanket. Mm-hmm. And I would just like lay in there for about 50 minutes and just sweat everything out. I'm not doing anything crazy. And then if there's like a week where I'm like, wow, my body is dead. I need to chill. I, I seriously won't do anything. I'm just going to be laying around the house. Mm-hmm. So um, those are my favorite ways.
0: Should you stretch too before and after the workout both, right? So so
2: before I would definitely like some foam rolling, but nothing intense foam rolling. If you're Mm -hmm. working, if like, let's say you're doing leg day and your main lift is squats, I would say foam roll your quads. Um, But you don't need to go into a deep yoga stretch or right before. You can do dynamic stretching, um, which is great. And then after foam roll, um, I like to say this, like a a really great example for anyone who'd want to do pull-ups, like that was my goal five years ago. And after I would do pull-ups, I would hop right onto the foam roller and just foam roll my lats. I didn't want the muscle buildup to happen. And then my goal was to increase my reps. So making sure that you're recovering and foam rolling after is key.
0: Great. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. And what is your favorite workout? Like what is your favorite thing to do in the gym or class? Like what do you love to do or what's your favorite part of your own program? What gets you so excited?
2: Oh my gosh, I feel so lame when I say this, but I literally love everything. I love exercise. I'm such a freak. I love exercising. I love strength training. I love HIT. I'm like such a high intense kind of person. Um, I also like Pilates. I used to teach SLT, like Legree Fitness. And I like bar. I'll take bar every once in a while. I love boxing. So I feel like I'm so versatile with my workouts that Mm -hmm. it's so nice to sometimes change it up and get excited to do the workout. And I know a lot of people feel that way too, because sometimes when you do the same thing over and over again, it feels repetitive and boring and you want to change it up, which I totally get it. Um, But the beauty of having a program, like a 12-week program that I have, is that I can actually track your progression and I can actually tell you like exactly what's going on. So I think a program is really good. If you want to add in a class during the week, I say, go do you, go do take the class. If you need to add variety, take the variety.
1: Mm. I'm curious, like you mentioned this a little bit, and I know your focus is like really um, on fitness and corrective fitness, but you did mention nutrition as a component of, you know, it goes hand in hand. It's right. It's our bodies that we're fueling. And if we're working them in different ways, we might need to fuel it in different ways. So how do you incorporate that or have those conversations with your clients as far as um, just like getting the proper fuel that
2: they need based on what type of exercise they're doing? yeah so i think again nutrition is so so important and anyone who's listening you know it's not just the working out portion you know working out is actually the easier portion nutrition is the hardest part because we have like these really bad habits yes we love ice cream but we can't seem to like get it out of our diet or we can't seem to get it out of our house like little things like that um i always try and remind everyone that working out is the easy part eating and being disciplined is the hardest so um What I like to tell clients is like, yes, we need to have protein after your workout. Um, Protein, fats, and carbs. I explain to them exactly what they are, your macros, but I also don't like to drill it in too hard because sometimes people get really, really obsessive. So I'll ask them beforehand, would you like to learn? If they do... I'll go ahead and explain it. If they don't, I'm like, okay, no pressure. Um, for my move better program, I have two registered dietitians on my program. So yes, I have a degree in nutrition, but I'm not taking that underneath my hand. I'd rather bring in professionals and just be like, ask them anything that you may have because they do deal with like, you know, gut issues, hormonals, like anyone who has, who has autoimmune diseases that underneath my umbrella. So, um, They ask all the questions that they may have. And I always tell them, you have to fuel before your workout. You cannot, cannot not eat dinner. Then in the morning, you don't eat. And then now you're like, I'm going to drink a celery juice. And then no wonder halfway through the workout, you're dizzy. So like making sure that you're properly fueling your body with complex carbs uh, before None of those empty carbs, none of the, the simple carbs. And so I just like to educate them as much as I can. And then a great way that I keep them accountable is that I tell them to take photos of their food. And then at the end of the day, I get emails of all their food journals, but it just can be photos. So I just want to see their visuals of what they're actually eating, like their portion control. And then I would just tell them, like, reply back if it was like, oh, great, it looked great. Or they'll tell me, oh my gosh, I just ate eight cookies. I'm like, oof. All right, let's forget about that. Let's work on that tomorrow.
1: Yeah. That's great. And it's interesting. i um, it's cool that you have um dietitians to come in as a part cuz you you talked on touched on this and this is like another episode. But as you were talking about just generally like people understanding stress, recovery, you know, if if you're dealing with hormonal issues like you have to understand cortisol release when you're talking about HIIT and, ty- and yeah. those types of things, or if you're doing too much of that. So, and we don't need to get into that nitty gritty at all, but it's, it's good because in some cases, right, everybody's different. And so in some cases, some people need to consider that as far when, when they're considering an exercise um, plan too. Yeah. So that's really great that you give that resource as well. Um, so as we start to wrap up, we ask our guests, we ask all of our guests the same three questions. And you touched on the first one a little bit um, about Ooh. your exercise routine. But the question is this, and I'm, I'm just curious if you could elaborate on it a little bit. What does your daily self-care routine look like? And then what is your non-negotiable in it?
2: Okay. So my non-negotiable, because I know this right off the top of my head, is workout. My non negotiable is always work out. I, f- I always block out at least an hour out of my schedule because if I'm not healthy for you, if I'm not setting that like standard, if I'm not being that role model for you, then I'm not being that trainer, um, a good trainer. So that's my non-negotiable. And then my self-care is at least once a month, I will go to like a Brooklyn bathhouse that we call it. It's in Brooklyn. Um, and just do the recovery. So you're going into the hot sauna, you're going into the steam room, you're going to a cold bath. I'll get a massage. So I treat myself for that once a month. And then I also get my facial, uh, I go to a spa and I do facials, eyebrows, all the things just to treat myself. Um, so yeah, definitely. I feel like self-care is yes, the exterior, but also just chilling out. I think one of the best self-care that I can probably do is just sit on my couch and read a book.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for sharing that. The next question we always ask is, do you have a book recommendation or some book, it could be on any topic that has been particularly inspirational to you along your journey?
2: Um, it's called The Millionaire. I think it's Millionaire Mindset. And I feel like the beginning of the pandemic, so this was like my so 2020 was supposed to be this big year for me i was supposed to open up a gym my my um app was releasing i was booking like these really great deals and i wanted to get married by the end of 2020 and move into a house funny story none of that happened besides the app so that that's the only good thing that happened but i felt like i was in a zone that i couldn't get out of i'm like how am i going to run this business by myself during a pandemic at home, I don't have the proper resources. What am I going to do? I had to, I read that book and it changed like my mindset. Like I already had a really good mindset, but I needed to dig in deeper into it and be like, I will be okay. Like I put in the work, like good things happen to good people. Um, So I think that changed a lot for me, for anyone who's like, wants to work on mindset. Like it can be anything like financial mindset. It helps. Mm, Great. Thank you.
1: And then our final question is what does being courageous mean to you?
2: Oh, I love that question. Um, So being courageous for me is showing up for myself, my family, and my significant other being ruthless, like being there to support them and just being strong. I think being strong uh, for everyone is really important, but for yourself is Mm -hmm. number one.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you for sharing all of your knowledge. I feel like I learned so much on this. Um, So for anybody who wants to download your app, work with you, train with you, find you, where can they do all of those things?
2: So you guys can find me on Instagram at training underscore with underscore T, so training with T. And you guys can find my app training with T in the Apple store. And my website is trainingwithtea.com. If you guys have any questions, I love connecting with you all. So go ahead, message me and let's chat. Thanks for tuning in to another
1: episode of Courageous Wellness. Tune in every Wednesday for a new episode featuring a different guest each week